Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Despite our best efforts, we have yet to be deplatformed. It's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at don underscore denim and guess what you can't find our president on that platform with me today is my fellow Maz fan for life you can find him at reddit mavericks with the functioning twitter account uh ruben tomas how are you sir uh, i'm good i'm able to access twitter so you know <laughs> <laughs> kind of where i do my bread and butter so yeah <laughs> we have something the president doesn't have sorry i just have to gloat about it for a second i my only public platform. Uh, and joining us to complete the tangential trifecta, our sultan of snide comments and our favorite auxiliary bowler. You can find him at Squish41, Dick Nowitzki. What wonderful hell have you been up to? That's a lot of Rona. <laughs> yeah. Mav's got Rona. Mav's got Rona. Uh, yeah, I mean. Oh, yeah. you got a contact trace. Contact trace. Contact trace. <laughs> corona. Anyways, well. Yeah, that's the news that we just, uh, we I literally woke up. Well, sorry, I woke up at eight to tweet, fall back asleep, and then I wake <laughs> How up. How much like, of that is your life? I have to wake up, tweet, go back to sleep. Well, no, because I was already awake. And I was like, oh, I'm fine. I can do this by like 10 if I don't wake up. If I, mean, if I don't wake back up. So, sure. I, I, so I wake up. And like I'm on Twitter, blah blah. I'm like, okay, cool, blah blah. Like, don't see any news about like, you know, our team. Like, it seems like other teams are losing players. But also, mm-hmm. I see, oh shit, Maxi's out. Oh fuck, we play the Pelicans tomorrow. <laughs> like, that's what my thought process was like. Oh fuck, Maxi's out because of Rona. Second, oh fuck, we play uh, we play the Pelicans, and that's bad because Maxi sunned the hell out of Zion mm-hmm. the last time. So. That is true. Uh, it's, so for those of y'all that don't know, um, seems that uh, Maxi Cleaver has confirmed positive for COVID, according to Tim McMahon. Um, he is going to be out at least 10 to 14 days. Um, the Mavericks practice facility just closed, um, and it seems that uh, Josh Richardson, Jalen Brunson, and Dorian Finney-Smith are going to be out. Uh, we don't know if that's contact tracing or positive tests. Uh, we're still kind of figuring out how they're coming up with these like what rules a guy out which is like yeah or what isolates them so uh so what was there was a 50 minute rule something or rather it's like i think if you have to be like within like six feet of them for like 15 minutes 15 but okay not but yeah but i mean it's weird though just because it's like i mean these guys are literally running up down the court together like you know hugging each other and you know (laughs) high-fiving each other and just like and not using you know uh not using hand sanitizer in between high fives and stuff like that. You know, have, like have any of the, any of the Mavericks celebrated like a three pointer by just like a small kiss on the cheek. I mean, at this point, bro, I, I, you know, might as well. Right. Cause <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing. It seems like, like if you're doing that or if you're uh, just high fiving somebody, it still spreads. So I don't know who would do that as a, like, now I'm thinking like who would kiss somebody after we don't, this? We I don't, was like Marco Bellinelli. That's yeah. We don't have, we don't have any Italians on this team. So, <laughs> you know, so, so Danilo Gallinari <laughs> next time he, yeah. he, he kisses Trey Young on the cheek. <laughs> like, no, don't do that. Like <laughs> you're not on our fucking team. Get away. The Italian <laughs> players won't stop kissing everyone. <laughs> COVID outbreak, specifically contact tracing with Italian players. Uh, yeah, so I mean, so, we're out. Yeah, we're, out we're gonna. Yeah, it seems like our front, our our defense is gone. So we'll. Uh, we had what was it? Uh, uh, Grant Sully, uh, who asked, uh, which guys do you think will shine while Jay Rich, Maxi Brunson, and DFS are out? So, uh, what are y'all's thoughts? Like, who's gonna step up in this case? 
Man, Kristaps Porzingis. <laughs> he's our he's our only hope. He's our savior at this point. He's uh, like, you, you know, at some point, I don't know. I'm thinking of some dramatic, like cinematic scenario where KP just walks into Rick's office. Well, it's close. He he FaceTimes Rick. What? <laughs> and says. Yeah. Look, you gotta let me play, man. That's how KP talks, apparently. Okay, <laughs> yeah, sure. I've one All functioning right, leg, but everyone else has functioning COVID, so uh, it's really hard to slam let Latvia do this for you. <laughs> it's hard to slam the door on a Zoom call. I've noticed um, it's really hard. Like, you just like aggressively hang up. I think Rick like, would find a way. Yeah, he'd be. Yeah, My new favorite Rick Carlisle bit is while somebody's in the middle of asking him a question, he'll be like. Well, where's this reporter? How's he doing? Oh, there he is. Hey, you piece of shit. It's just like, <laughs> he's been doing it like every post game. It's really funny. Well, hang on. Is so-and-so here? They should get to ask a question. <laughs> just like, I mean, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure he stresses. I think he, lot, he's, he's slowly <laughs> breaking character. He's, he's under so much duress that the gym, know, exactly. the, the Jim Carrey side of it like, is starting yeah. to come out. And we're not realizing that Rick's not even there. Jim Carrey's been coaching the team this whole time. The the true effect of COVID and the pandemic is that it's it's breaking Carlisle down to having a personality. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's breaking his his tough hard ass coach facade. I know, bro. It's fucking. I don't know. I, I've noticed that too, though. He seems a little more loose. Like he's actually giving you know, uh, kind of forcefully giving rookies minutes or like. Yeah, so now he's gonna that? have to. It's he's gonna yeah. have an oops all rookies lineup soon. Well, like, and I kind of tweeted something like. The way the team is structured, right? Because we were all we, when we talked about the off season. If we think about that conversation, we were all just like, "God, well, we just signed every fucking wing on the board. This is crazy." But we seem to have been either like, I don't know, coincidentally prepared for this shit, or we were actively <laughs> planning that. Yeah, dude, <laughs> half of the team would get COVID at some point. So at the very least, lineup-wise, we have the same structure, even if it's not as good. We've got a bunch of lengthy wings that can play some defense around Luca, who's apparently impervious to the virus at this point, knock on wood. They've got to be just putting him in a hazmat suit. As or he already he had on. COVID. Or, yeah, something. I just saw oh, a tweet, like, I do see. you think Luca had it already? And I can't. I'm so sorry, whoever tweeted this. You can call me out later. But someone tweeted sure. something. Do you think Luca had had COVID already and just kept it under wraps? And that's entirely possible. I think someone. I think someone replied to me like with that question. And I was yeah, just, maybe. Like this I'm, morning. I'm trying to. I'm desperately trying to find it, but and I, I, I'm, yeah. yeah. Or or COVID can't infect someone that's immortal. Like that's I think true. That's something that we got to take into consideration. <laughs> yeah, COVID, point, COVID yeah, is, like... a Luke, is, is a is is a Luca fearing virus. <laughs> it's very Chuck Norris like, bro. <laughs> yeah. Is it possible the cure lies within the blood of Luka Doncic? I mean, dude, we don't know. We, don't... <laughs> we can't. We can't harvest Luca's blood, Don. I've told you this. <laughs> How else are we going to be able to continue the human race? That's fine. I'll think of another theory or strategy to. But again, man, like I mean, just like going back to it, like I just can't like these guys are around each other all the time, and like I've you know people on Twitter yesterday were like, oh, like should the league shut down? And I'm like, well, I mean, they probably should. You know, I mean, like because again, like. A negative test one day can easily turn to a positive positive test the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, because it takes time for that virus to incubate. And, and if they're rapid testing, those yeah, are not. If, if you test doing, negative yeah. from a rapid test, those are not the most accurate thing in the world. Yeah, you um, know, so so they could very easily get false negatives. And too. I mean, like you know, Squish works for a fucking hospitals, so you know, there's there's no. So there's, one of the nurses there told me like a rapid test is only sixty percent accurate if you test negative. But it's hundred percent accurate if you test positive. <laughs> I was like, so, well, yeah. So well, I don't know. Uh, this actually uh, help, helps us transition to another uh, question from one of our listeners, Dalton. Dalton Richardson asks: Over under two weeks until the until COVID shuts the league down. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, we, we taking odds on this. <laughs> I mean, dude, like, and at the rate. Ray's teams going. are reporting positive, like the the way the protocols are going and the absolute 
fucking travesty that was making Philadelphia play with like six players yesterday. Seven. The show was like kind seven. of awesome, it was seven. But aren't they <laughs> supposed to be having eight? Like they had eight no, they, people no, suited they, up. They had, like, well, I don't know what the rules yeah, are. Yeah, they had eight. I think Mike Scott was suited up, but he's but he couldn't injured. play. He's taking right? injured. So he played, only played seven, bro. It's like a. It's almost like rec league rules, bro. It's, like, it's they a could. joke. <laughs> Well, in the well, in the stance that was tweeted out was it Woj that was like, well, the league, you know, didn't want to give any special treatment because everyone's having to deal with the same circumstances, yada yada yada. I'm like, suspend the season and like regroup, two, like for just two for weeks. a couple weeks, you know, like try um, to, it try may to be figure, time to think about a bubble, a bubble. <laughs> it sucks. So, but they, yeah. they, it's the only way this is going to work. Because and and they said it themselves like they're not gonna and they don't no one deserves to jump the line on the vaccine yeah. but unless yeah. everybody in the league is vaccinated this is the only way it's gonna work you know what I mean yeah um they, they just they they can't go on like this I don't think it's gonna work I'm just imagining uh the an NBA finals. <laughs> <laughs> Where where Tyler where Tyrell we've Terry got, is starting? We've we've got yeah we've got starting lineups of uh, G leaguers because like you know someone farted next to LeBron and he got exposed to COVID or whatever their rules are or uh, is that a way of getting like, contracted? I, no, I don't. Okay. I, I don't know. They've probably not tested that <laughs> fecal <laughs> transmission, airborne fecal transmission. <laughs> That's my favorite Cannibal Corpse album. Airborne. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams shredding their stuff. You might not be able to make a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and even coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online <laughs> sportsbook experts. Uh, well, yeah, man. Like... So, so I, think, I think we're all. So... We'd put money on it. I tried finding uh, the odds on it on bet online. Oh, did you really? AG. Yeah, I couldn't find it. Um, Look at that. So... <laughs> Great plug. Uh, dude, well, I don't know. Place your money on the league shutting down. Um, I don't know, man. To be honest, I think at this point, they're trying to take every precaution aside from shutting down. And I think like the goal of this season, I think they knew damn well that this how risky it was to start. And I think they're just going to bull rush through this entire season and just like, it's war like of attrition it's going to be like <laughs> i mean yeah it's kind of flying the plane as you're building it sort of deal yep. and uh the or building the players whatever um the whole point of this season wasn't really to have a complete season uh it was to just get through this season not lose them lose the most money possible and it's just hoping next season is normal that's really kind of what they're banking on here you know uh, i think I think that if, like, let's say LeBron got it, mm-hmm. I think he'd be like, hey, we need to shut down. You know, like, if, yeah. like, the most powerful players, like, in the league are like, hey, we need to shut down, I think they're going to be like, okay, mm-hmm. we'll do, like, a week. You know, like, so we're not losing as much money. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, bro. I just... Uh... They seem... Uh, and I guess it was mutually agreed upon <laughs> that these were going to be the rules and um, that they, they're going to just limp along all season and um it's a hell of a thing to watch unfold um because it's i i think really confusing i i don't um i don't know <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to understand how this works yeah like, I, think, yeah. I think i think we all are um and also a shout out to jennifer who asked us what our thoughts on the recent news so uh there you have I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there we are lots, lots of thoughts we have a lot of thoughts yeah it's, uh... uh so uh what i guess which players are we looking to actually like like step up here i'm thinking josh green's gonna get a hell of a lot of minutes that's the first person off the top of my head yeah he's, josh he's, green he started last game and seemed to be doing okay i thought I he mean, did okay and then disappeared again I think like, I think Josh and Wes are going to be the two guys that get more minutes. West West clearly Wes impressed. Yeah, um, impressed a Wundu. Jedi Master. Impressed a Wundu. Um, they played his ass off. 
I would love a Tyler Bay sighting now that Max is out. Bro, I want Nate. I want to see Nate Hidden do some shit. That's I'm talking. Uh, look, I'm talking about Tyler Bay right now. Well, I'm talking about okay. Nate Hidden. So, <laughs> so, do, so do we want to work backwards from the most recent game from uh to Chicago? Yeah, I think we should go and just tear out the band aid and do Chicago first. Just cause okay, yeah. So, uh, so <laughs> last four games, uh, we were, uh, we're three and one. Yeah, um, the one, yeah. <laughs> The the one loss was against Chicago. Levine went nuts, but uh, I need to. Which was a... the night the season ended? I thought. According to, <laughs> according to I mean Twitter. that's. I mean yeah, that's what it seemed like. You know, so. I love y'all, but y'all dramatic as hell. <sighs> I don't know, man. Like the, the Bulls are not great, but I mean we didn't. Luca didn't play. Uh, I, that's I need, true. Yeah. Like, I need Luka. to. I need to make a public apology to Jalen Brunson. Uh, he had a thirty-one point game. I just didn't think he had it in him, but he. I mean. Dude stepped up. I'll give him that. Uh, we lost, but still, like, great yeah. production. I don't know if Brunson point. just needed to calm down or what, because it just seemed like for the first handful or the little two or three games, he was just, like, doing random shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and it was always presumably the wrong choice here and there. It was like it, I didn't know what he was doing, but it was mm-hmm. like he'd had all this time off, and I don't know if he was just gunning to get back into it or what. But he was playing wild. I was like, "Oh God, this is gonna be the yeah the, the, the next player I want off the team, isn't it? Like, what is he doing?" And then he's really, really settled into it yeah. over the course of the last four. Because um, the the Chicago game, you know, he did his Brunson burner thing, and then <laughs> um, he's been playing really well ever since. So, yeah, I don't know if it was, like, jitters or what, or I don't know. The decision-making just wasn't quite on point, and now it's getting, like, it, it, it's back okay again. I, I wonder I how much of this, uh, and maybe it's just, like, an NBA phenomenon, or just whether or not someone's starting or not. Like, uh, not necessarily, like, I mean, all players are different, but by just in putting someone in a starting lineup, how much better their production is, and then by putting, conversely, putting guys that have normally been starting, throwing them on the bench, and some of them just do super well. I mean, like, uh, Tim Hardaway's been doing amazing. Like, once, he, once he's been off the bench, like, he did fantastic. I, I don't know. Like, I, it's- Yeah, Tim Hardaway Jr. off the bench is a godsend because of what God, he's love, capable of. I love yeah. six, but, six man of the year t- uh, yeah, fucking yeah, Tim, dude. Yeah, but God. also because of what he's capable of. Right, he he can either be the best thing happening to your team on a given night or one of the worst. And the beauty of bringing him off the bench is if Timmy doesn't have it, Rick can just put him back on the bench. Like, yeah, he's coming off the bench. He, it's the you it's know, the starters are going to close yeah. the game. But if Timmy's on fucking fire, Rick's like, I'm leaving this flamethrower out there. This is great. Well, I like that it's we're starting with a defensive approach uh, for starters. Like, for example, so let's transition to the next game in Houston. You know, we started. Uh, Luca, DFS, Richardson, Maxi, and Collie Stein, and already that's just sort of a more defensively stout lineup. Um, and then Timmy comes, <laughs> Timmy misses three shots out of fourteen again, like right. just on eight for ten. From yeah, bro, eight hundred, eight hundred, eight. Yeah, <laughs> that's Fucking an insane crazy. batting average. Like, I mean, like Jesus, oh, that'd be a good free throw percentage. That is yeah, insane. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so good. Um, I started blasting. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't know that I have seen a player on this roster ever that heats up quite the way that Tim Hardaway does. And by that, I mean like the speed at which he gets the shots in. Cause we've all seen Dirk go crazy, but that's normally There's like a, slow a body, a body of work over the course of yeah, like quarters. Tim's like, up, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to score 30 points in 48 seconds. It's <laughs> like, what? And is, he that your Tim does Hardaway joke? is that your Tim Hardaway I don't know Hardaway what book? happened to me just then. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I'll do that again. We're not going to talk about it. it. No. I, don't know. I don't know what that was. But, um, but no, like, yeah, he, he it's catches incredible. fire so fucking quick, dude. Like, it's insane. Yeah. And he knows when he's on, too. Like, just he, the swagger, man. Him pulling up. He can up. be your, he can be your up from, like, 38 dude. feet and just drain it. Bro, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm going to say, he can be your angel or your devil any given night. And he's oh, been our angel. So. Well, I think it's interesting just to go from like, okay, you've been a, a serviceable starter to a, you know, God tier bench player. And it's just like sometimes just like 
is it just the percentage of which they're playing against ones versus twos, you think? Or is it just you think part of it's mental? Or is it just um, Rick Carlisle, Warlock powers? It's definitely Warlock powers. That's warlock easy. Powers. Yeah. Why am I yawning? Um, I think Tim coming in, playing against the other team's twos. I mean, if he heats up, I mean, he can play against anybody. If he's uh-huh. bad on a given night, like I said, he can just sit down. But I, I know in the longstanding sort of um, rumor is that he strongly prefers the start, or maybe he said as much. I always see that. Um, but I bet he keeps this up, gets him a little six-man-of-the-year award. He may start to feel differently because he's a perfect six-man. Oh, yeah. He, he's like – He's like Jet on on on, on crack. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's Jet with a vertical. <laughs> he's yeah, tall, tall Jet, but like, I mean, I, yeah, we've seen Jet do amazing things. I I, I mean, Tim Hardaway has immense six man potential. It's it just what we saw last night was insane. Yeah, or like not last night, or like last night. We can talk about last night in a second, but. Let's talk about this fucking Denver game. Holy oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, Denver was fantastic. I mean, like, like, win uh, of the week. Yeah. Like, That's one of the best games we've played in a while. I, I know on Reddit, people are saying this is our early contender for, like, best, like, game, like, so far. Like, let's see when it gets a good Western Conference team. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah we we won the game twice, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Maxi really, won the game for us, but... <laughs> Bro, fucking, Jokic, Jokic, Jokic is, will not die. He's so clutch, bro. <laughs> he's so it. damn good. Dude, Cork Nowitzki knows how to light it up. He's going to look weird in a Mavs uniform, but... <laughs> it's fine, you know? We'll work it out. We'll right. throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, looking at these fucking numbers, like, obviously it's a fucking, like, you know, it was an OT game because Jamal Murray played 46 minutes. Nikola Jokic played 41 minutes, which... I think he probably should have played more because, I mean, it's fucking Nikola Jokic, but whatever. You know, and then on the our side, we had, you know, Luka playing 43, Richardson playing 41. Like, and I like what they've been doing with, like, the start, whoever's starting at C. Which, like, so, like, Willie Collier Stein's been getting the starting minutes, right? For the, for the center position. But they've definitely, like, they've definitely been working with, like, the closing position. So, like, who's closing out the games, you know? Mavericks? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. No. I, I, yeah. So like the Mavericks. Was that a re- was that a rhetorical question or was that just like like or you're you're looking forward to seeing or no I like are... no I like how they do that. I like how they've been doing like so like some nights like Willie Clay signs starting or some nights D- Dwight Powell starting, but you know it doesn't really matter who's starting, it matters who's closing. So like right. sometimes it's Willie, sometimes it's Maxie at the C, sometimes it's whoever, you know, like the hot hand, like I know Bobon got some burn, you know, towards the end of his game, you know, like what I like. Bobon played 16 minutes in Denver, which I'm pretty sure is like the max he's played all year. Yeah, probably. and at 12, yeah. you know, at 12, 12 points, like yeah, well, there's something about him matching up with Jokic. Do you think it's just because Jokic is not used to having someone just like that awkward and tall next to him? Dude, like, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I think it's like I think it's almost like a respect thing. Like I don't know, dude, because. They're really, also, I mean, they also know each other very well. Yeah, they're really good friends. And it's just like, because I mean, they're, they're countrymen. But like, you know, uh, I don't know, dude. Like, I, 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 just the way, like, seeing Boban match up against, you know, Jokic. Jokic looks like a fucking big-ass kid next yeah. to him. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, he looks like he could be like his teenage son. <laughs> I, I just look at them and I thought I, I was I, watching Pacific Rim for a second. <laughs> uh, something about Kai Jokic. No, Kai Jokic. Kai Jokic. Kai Jokic. I like him. <laughs> uh, yeah, and sometimes how he moves is very similar to Pacific Rim, where it's just like, man, we're going to need some sort of like rocket propulsion in order to get this. I mean, God, dude. God, I love that movie. Sorry, Guillermo del Toro. But oh, man, that was such a good game. That was such a good game. It's... I'm so happy. Like, no, I'm talking about Pacific Rim. What a great, oh, movie. what a great movie. Like... That's a good movie, actually. <laughs> it's one of my one of my all time favorites. So, uh, so okay. cheesy. But move, moving on. Uh, so we we, uh, well, I guess Denver was well. We had oh, uh, we won against Houston as well. That was another yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a satisfying win. 
I, I just want to say this on air. Uh, the Harden Wood combo went three for sixteen. Wood Wood went zero for five from three. So. Yeah, not, I yeah. just wanted to say Harden Wood. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> I still wish Christian Wood were a Maverick, but yeah, he would have fucking kicked ass with us. But whatever. <sighs> Whatever we can't can't dwell on that anymore. Hey, yeah. maybe it's still possible if Houston has a big fire sale this year. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, if, if, or if Harden goes, Silas, man, like he's worked his ass off to get a head coaching job, and now his best player or two best players are just like one got traded to Washington so he could rot away in the East. Um, and the other one, the other one is still kind of pissed off. It seems like so. <laughs> he's well, got John Wall though. Yeah, he looks good. Like John Wall, John Wall has looked great. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy for him. I hate that he plays for the fucking Rockets, but whatever. That's just me. Man, how good would a would have a John Wall Boogie Cousins team been like five, six years ago? Oh, bro, that would have been a fucking championship contender right there. You know what I mean? Like, like had Wall found a way onto like the Kings or something, you think we would have made a playoff? Games? I looked up. Yeah, if you look at Boogie's season stats. Like it, it is really jarring to to see how it, uh, a couple injuries have just erased the guy Man. from what he was. Yeah, I mean, bro, it's, he was it's, it's it makes me sad. Yeah, he wanted to he stay in Sacramento, so from what I tell. Yeah, yeah, he wanted uh, to, you know, and then no, like, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So the Magic game last night. That so what's good? Yes, yeah. Speaking of flamethrowers, we had uh, and the Michigan Wolverines just took over the game for us. That was crazy. Yeah, Jay Rich tweeted to Michigan night in Dallas, but yeah, that I mean, I was sitting there watching about halfway through, and then kind of early third quarter. I'm like, man, this feels like one of those trap games where we're gonna fart around and you know have a painful like ending yeah loss that was a very reachable win instead we just had the the michigan bros go crazy and uh really just closed it out yeah on a night where luca didn't shoot well um, from the field at all um his three-point percentage wasn't that bad but like goodness he really didn't have it um but they had Eric Gordon or Aaron Aaron Gordon, excuse me, Aaron Gordon's Aaron, big oh, ass okay. on him the whole game, and that was that was they put up some big bodies and they were really taking away a lot of Luca's space and I think it was bothering him and just didn't have the touch I guess. Bro, so for, I'm, I, you for know, those two to just yeah. like go NBA 2K on rookie, yeah, dude, they play yeah. the entire second half and or it was like the that, middle part of the game. Like goodness gracious, yeah. do you remember? Uh, that 2k a couple of years ago where it was like orange juice the orange they activated yes, orange juice that's what they fucking did bro <laughs> fucking what's the name of michael b jordan yeah, yeah. orange juice god that's such Fresh a fucking squeeze they used to fucking dominate as them too bro that show's hilarious that's funny yeah uh, they did activate orange juice um awesome. and the return of uh bubble burke was yeah bro very welcome sight Burke yeah, I mean, Nowitzki. I mean, dude shot seven for eight Burke from Nowitzki. three, bro. Burke, your enthusiasm. Now, well, I guess I'd, I'm enthusiastic about Burke. I guess that would work. And I mean, like, hey, dude, Josh Green got his first start in the NBA. So, you know, and I feel like a lot of people on Twitter, especially, are like really hard on the kid. But, like, you got to realize, like, who he's fucking playing for. That's, no. true. That's true, and I want to see him succeed because, well, I also think it's fitting that the first year that we're showing off the uh, the hardwood classic jerseys that we drafted a kid named Green. Yeah, but exactly. Also, like, That's the only reason we drafted him. <laughs> yeah, it's for thematic purposes. Uh, I think I, I think he's going to be a good player. He's just got to like really ease into his role a little bit more and be a bit more comfortable offensively. Um, yeah, but yeah. I, he's just got the card stacked against him, uh, in my perspective, because he just could have been precious. That's just I, that's that is what Josh Bro, Green is to he, me. He could have been precious. He could have been precious. He could have been Desmond. Like could have been a bunch of guys, dude, that we wanted. I, you so. know that. So, in if he starts becoming a really good rotational player, I will probably just become a Josh Green fan. But right now, he's could have been precious. Um. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like you know, I mean, 
But yeah, people on Twitter really, really are on him, and I'm just like, bro, like, you know, he's a fucking rookie. It's been like nine games, and he's playing for Rick Carla, who doesn't historically play rookies. You know, well, he's gonna be forced to play some rookies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Rick, like, you're gonna be if you're listening. You know, I think I think tomorrow's game we should go with uh, Tim, Luca, Willie, Josh, and James Johnson. That's what I want tomorrow. Hey guys, just a reminder, football is in full effect and BetOnline is doing everything they can to make sure you get in on every imaginable prop this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up opportunities. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Support for the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast comes from Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I like that rhyme there. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Mercy. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. Thank God for that. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I am talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Likely pun intended. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 3.0 has a proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer cuts on your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut-free, and smelling nice down there. Guys, don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. The perfect package also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxers that will keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those old, overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers. Tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, or your friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. All right, guys, go and do some questions then. How about it? Right on. All right, let's see. Um, First question comes from Hatch for short. If you had to choose a Maverick to share a Capri Sun with, who would it be? Uh, none of them considering now they've tested positive for Corona. <laughs> okay, but hypothetically though, like if if that was not an issue, who would you? Who, who would I want share to Capri Sun with? Yeah, yeah. Uh, indirectly share spit with. Um, let's see who's got. I don't know Tim Hardaway Jr. I guess like it's just the beard, really at this point. <laughs> like I'm just whatever Tim know. wants. Yeah, whatever he wants. I'm like he's probably got good taste. Check it out. Uh, Probably Boban because it would look like he was holding a ketchup packet. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna take Maxi. Just he's beautiful. Yeah, it's fine. I'd lo- yeah. All right. Next question comes from Matt. Matt asks, um, "Do you think Lucas three will sort itself out? Do you think he needs to go less ISO for his three to be productive?" Yeah. So. I don't know who would distribute the ball for him to be like a catch and shoot three kind of guy. And that just doesn't seem to be his game. Um, I yeah. think also it's good. I don't know. It's weird when it comes to the three point in the NBA, because it's kind of like having a vertical threat in football. Um, like if you just have the ability to throw it downfield, it's defenses are going to respond differently. So that's kind of the same thing with Luca and his three point shot. It's like, just he's enough of a threat for them to cover him. You know, he's not he's not lighting us up, uh, or he's not lighting it up from three. But because he just has that ability to possibly go off up there, it draws mm-hmm. that defense in. Yeah, they the, yeah. they they know he's good enough mm-hmm. to really hurt them if they just let him shoot those. He he's not bad enough at three. He's not bad at threes. That's the thing. Um, because they know that they can't just leave the guy open. It's not like a Giannis situation where they're going to sag off him because Luca will torch you if you leave or like, him open. Or like a Dwight Powell situation. It, the re, I feel like, like, like three if his That's free the throw... first Dwight Powell mention of the podcast. By <laughs> I'm way. sorry. I just had to – it, it frustrated me actually seeing him take threes. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It pleased the vibe rat. Um, <laughs> let's see. What was I saying? Before I was rudely interrupted by hey, Dwight Powell hey, talk, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you look at Lucas' free throw shooting this season, um, I mean it's improved. I, and I'm hoping he sustains it because, like, some would point out he he gets worse at free throw shooting as the year goes on every year. I think that's changed this year. He's got 
a routine down and he seems more comfortable taking them. Um, the same will be true of his threes. It's just in his case, I think that touch is going to take a little longer because he's getting used to taking really difficult threes. It's not just the step yeah. back. It's just that teams aren't going to leave him ever. Ever open. That yeah. He, he – he he's working on his craft. He's adding things to his bag constantly. We're seeing his post game and his mid range game and Dirk fades. It's beautiful. I think the three point touch will continue to improve. Um, it's just going to take a couple more seasons, I think. But he's good enough now, or he'll just go crazy at some point in this season and never look back. So I don't know. I'm yeah. I think once I think he's going to he'll be a pretty solid three point shooter. Once KP comes back too, you now have an actual like an offensive threat people need to double team or potentially you know draw more focus on, and that's probably going to leave him more open, um, because right now Doncic is like the main offensive threat that people are just throwing all their guys at, and so like he's facing all the defensive coverages <clears throat> that a star faces, and like I said, like he, he had an off game uh, in Orlando and had a. 20 point triple double so uh he's, he's doing okay mm-hmm. oh, man i i just i want this team to be healthy because we're second in defensive rating over the last two weeks or something oh all right well and my god i want to see what this roster looks like because it, it's a it's an improved roster without question and KP hasn't even played yet. Like, yeah, I just want it all to work out and be okay. Yeah. And I think it will. But I need to see KP yeah. running with these guys. It, it, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, let's see. Next question comes from JT. JT asks, do you see the parallels between the start of the season and the start of the bubble play? Do you agree with my assessment that it's less conditioning and more Rick Carlos' offense takes time to get into the feel of it? Uh, There's so many moving parts with that in the sense that we're enough new people to make it weird. (laughs) You know, I mean, like to add a starter, a a different starter into the mix is already like in where they fit in with that, with Jay Rich. And now like a, a bench unit that in my opinion is led by James Johnson, not just defensively, but uh, as an offensive, like he, he creates for people. Um, I've been, I've been more impressed with James Johnson's passing ability than anything else on this team. He's so, nice. Yeah. So I think, yeah, there's, you know, part of it's young. I don't know if it's so much conditioning. Um, I think there was an element of that um, like a week and a half ago. I think sure. that's starting to fade, but I would argue, yeah. I mean, Lucas said it himself, you know, everyone overreacted, you know, we're still getting used to each other. We've got new players. I mean, I, I think that in, in, in our system probably does make a big difference and you, you're seeing them get used to playing with each other. Um, I, I think it's been more apparent defensively this season so far, because our defensive rotations have yeah, been solid, but not getting quite good. Just some of the things we were doing against Denver were really remarkable. And so the offense, I think will come along even more as the season progresses and we define roles. Like now that Rick has made some changes to the rotation and then you get Porzingis back in there. It's like we know our roles. Like Tim Hardaway knows he's the sixth man, or like blah blah blah. Like it, it, it'll it'll be fine. But the the defense is a big deal, and uh, the the offense I think will take off even more. Yeah, one hell of an improvement from last year, considering we were like mid to like bottom, one of the worst, yeah. yeah, mid yeah. mid bottom tier um, defensively, and now that we're like. Like Squish said, like we were second in defensive efficiency. That's yeah, that's a huge, over the last two weeks. Over the last two weeks, so we Let's could see. look up stats, but that's yeah. separate. Yeah, it does. Okay. <laughs> next question comes from Ivan. Ivan said, "Next year, would you rather have Richardson or Oladipo on the team, considering that you need to pay Oladipo uh, more money?" I'll I'll take Richardson. Yeah, I'll, I'll take, take Richardson. Richardson. I'll take Richardson. Call me a homer, but I'm not on, I, the, I'm not on the Oladipo train. So a lot of it for me is like you gotta keep Luca happy, you know, and they're best they're friends, they're really good friends. So you know, I think he'd prefer to play with his friend than, you know, 
no offense to Oladipo, Oladipo's a great player, but, you know, I think at this point, like, you know, the way that today's NBA is, like, we're not going to have another Dirk, where it's like, okay, whatever works, works, but, like, like Luca's going to kind of be like, hey, I want this guy, I want this guy, you know, so, mm-hmm. you know. Oladipo's good. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people like, y'all don't want Oladipo, you're crazy. It's like, I mean, I'd love to have him, but uh, if I had my choice between him and, like, a Bradley Beal or a Zach Levine, I'm taking the other two. Yeah. Or, I, think I, I, think it's, I think it's also just I, – I, everyone thinks it's, I don't know, like fantasy GM sports fan is is clearly just someone that just loves making trades on 2K where it's like, no, it's okay. I upgraded our overall, you know, attributes. So that's – now the team's better. It's like, well, yes, but you're not even taking into consideration chemistry, familiarity, like – Part, so much a part of basketball is just learning where a guy's favorite spot is to shoot and setting him up for it. And like, that's not just watch tape. Okay. Get him in the corner. It's like, okay, where to hit him in the hands, where like the timing and the pacing of that. And there's so much of that that is just feel and being in the same, you know, playing games with guys. And so like just throwing that history away for the sake of like a theoretically better player, I think is always just, it's yeah it's fantasy gm more yeah. than it is taking into consideration like who's really good and yeah. it's also like the super team dynamic is becoming less and less of a thing in the in the nba and i think we're better for it yeah uh let's see next question comes from rutuj um he asks uh um would you agree with the following the nba sports players are vaccinated as soon as a vaccine is launched and before the common public gets access to the same so basically anyone who's not on those like tiers, I think in Texas, it's like first, like what do you call it? Um, like obviously medical professionals mm. and then public servants, I think like people who are like teachers who are people who work with people. Right. And then like common people, I guess would be like the, that, you know, that last group. You know? I would, I would be okay with the Mavs or like the, the NBA jumping the line after people that are at most risk getting vaccinated, like, yeah. You're elderly, you're immunocompromised. If they have ample access to the to the vaccine, I think you can make an argument that because of the travel requirements of their job, there can be an, you know, you know, a little bit more than the common person that's capable of just kind of waiting, I guess. Um, but I guess that's kind of more like I guess that is waiting until the common public, I suppose. So um, Yeah, that's kinda of what I yeah. Yeah. That's kinda of what I was thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of money at stake for the NBA and there's, you know, it, it, I don't know. It's, it's interesting when you start, clearly medical staff is going to be the most important um, people yeah. that are facing that firsthand and teachers and yeah, public service, things of that nature. But I don't know, as, as important as basketball is to us, um, you know, I, I don't, preferential treatment doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So yeah all right so the next question comes from grace our good friend grace <laughs> yep she asked uh, is it going to snow today what is it's your best current, it's currently snowing yeah it's snowing right now but uh yeah. <laughs> um, it is slushy in yeah in Austin, it's yeah. texas right now i haven't gone outside yet so i see yeah um what are your best snow basketball or snowball fight experience i've never played basketball in the snow so I mean, because I, I can imagine that being a very damp process. Yeah, I kind of like a great time. Um, s- snowball experience. Uh, there's a one time where I was in college at UNT and it snowed, and like people were like snowed in because it was terrible. Like, just you know, couldn't get out because people driving in Denton is not good. But, uh, but, uh, like I remember we went fucking like, was it a like snowboarding? That show was awesome. <laughs> like, there's like a there was like a hill that we went to, and it was just like it was fun. Yeah, I, mean, I was I'm, more I was more of a sledding snowman kind of kid than I was a, a snowball fight person. Yeah, I think I think part of it's just being in Texas. Most of the time, it's not snow like the soft, <laughs> fluffy snow that like just disintegrates when you hit somebody. It's yeah. more like just a little less hard than ice. <laughs> so you're just pelting people with, you know, baseballs. Rocks. Yeah, rock, it rocks with some give. Yeah. <laughs> What about you? Uh, what about you, Squish? Favorite experience? Mm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There, there were there was a 
the snowpocalypse in college yeah. for me um, up in Sherman. That might have been the same time, though. It might seem like it could be, be, yeah. Um, but uh, that was a nice couple of days. Like, I've never had it. I never imagined a scenario where it would snow so hard they would cancel classes for a couple days in Sherman, Texas. <laughs> but here we are. Um, they did in Denton, so. Yeah, so uh, that was a good, a cool day. We built like a snow fort and all kinds of shit. And nice. There was snowball fighting. <laughs> it was good. I have another snow story, but I'm not telling that one. Okay, all right. I like your Sean Connery. Ask, uh, ask, ask me over a beverage when we can okay. together. Oh, uh, yes, a snowball fight. A, a snowball fight. So it's like in March. Got it. Okay. So in March. Really, <laughs> so uh, for my birthday, my cousin, uh, he, it, it, it fell through, but he did contact a custom uh, pedal maker. This does this is relevant, promise. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, talk to the guy. We decided to make an octave volume pedal, like it's a boost pedal and, okay. and an octave pedal for yeah. those who that it you know changes the frequency, whatever. Anyways, so we decided to call it the Octopush because we figured it would be what Sean Connery would say an octopus in of course tribute to Sir Sean Connery. So all right. Next question. Okay. Tangents. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, but really, okay. Next question. We can we can answer this and then cut it if we don't like it, but uh uh Sylvie asks uh if i would want to storm the capital with some of my friends would it be a problem if we were not american if we are all white uh, Let's get that. you know uh th- there's a lot of things that don't quite add up to me about this whole aspect but apparently if you look if you generally look like you're just going to a flea market and or state fair um seems like storming the capital is just something you can do and just take pictures yeah i don't know i i i don't know i don't think i feel like i have walked near government buildings like the lawn and have been like you know apprehended like like hey get off the grass or whatever like that's so yeah i mean man i've been to dc like you know there's people everywhere yeah there's some malls you can't get into without a security check yeah like, dude like I, yeah i just i don't like, know dude I, I there is a there's a great uh meme thread just things that are more uh secure than more our capital and and one of them was just like one of those plastic butt cake containers like, <laughs> you can't quite, like, or just like fuck i can't quite get it open oh like, jesus yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's, I think I think we'll leave it at that. I think. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next one. Let's go to <laughs> let's let's answer. Uh, JKM asks uh, Steve Nash coaching reactions, and is it basketball? Um, I mean, yeah, it's basketball. Um, you know, I think Steve, I think uh, Nash uh, has gotten the Kerr treatment, where he has just a fucking deep ass roster to start off his coaching career. Um, they're five and five right now, which I mean, like, I guess kind of makes sense because I know Kerry Irving's taking some time off. I know Kevin Durant's taking some time off. Um, but man, that, it, team, that team is deep as fuck, though. Like, as good as that team is, it cannot be uh, a bigger accomplishment than wrangling the extraterrestrial that is Kyrie Irving onto a basketball court. Somehow you corral him and he's productive. Like, yeah, it's not like. Can you just get him on the court? Because right now he's on, I don't know, a vision quest, something. Like, he just, like, from what I gather, he just didn't feel like playing. Like, he just was just kind of over it. I, I mean, I, th- I think it's, you know, with, with, with what's going on, you know. You know, that's what I feel like. But at the same time, it's like, ugh. Okay, like, here's, the, here's the thing. I am all for someone, you yeah. know, not playing because you want to uh, say some sort of, you know, yeah social cause or like bring awareness to something that i am a-okay with that i'm not one of those like shut up and dribble sort of people but ultimately like then you should make that very clear while you're doing that to further your cause like set up a charity set you know initiate some real change just in action out of whatever is affecting you like listen like i was I was beside myself and did not feel like working once yeah, I heard our capital yeah. was stormed. 
and like and people are fa facing virtually little consequences from it but like i couldn't call like just be like hey not coming in today why well broadly gestures at everything yeah, <laughs> like, like, yeah. we gotta i don't know um so I, I hope Kyrie's fine. I'm hoping it's not something like a family situation, but like, yeah, I I don't know. Like as much as I can appreciate and understand a good mental health day, and I firmly believe in that. And like, yeah. listen, get a sick day, take care of yourself, folks. Like, do what you got to do to get through like just what it takes to exist right now. But like I said, if you're a public figure and you're a millionaire to play basketball, like if you're going to not play basketball, you should at least state the reason Give a why. Reason. Yeah. I don't know, man. And I'm looking at this roster right now and I'm just like, because <clears throat> I do, I, I follow at least one Nets fan on Twitter. Sure. And he talks about, it. he's like, dude, Johnny Jordan fucking sucks. And I was like, how bad does he suck? And it turns, he's like, he's like, I would rather have Dwight Powell out there. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, I mean, careful what you wish for. I know, right? I know, dude. Hey, man, you never know. Third time to try with Jandre. <laughs> um, but, uh, Do you think we trade him just so he can barrack or you know put a chair in his door? And that's it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, again, that Lock team is super deep, and I don't know, bro. I think again, I think Steve Nash just he got lucky, and you know, has two of top like two top fifteen top whatever players. Well, I mean, so, yeah, so. so did Steve Kerr. But I think ultimately, like, if you can still hold the respect of your, your top three best players or what yeah. have you and, you know, get them to produce, even though, like, that talent is very much there, like, it's the same thing. It's the Phil Jackson uh, argument, yeah. you know, it's just like, oh, well, he had Kobe and Shaq. We had Michael Jordan. It's like, yeah, but none of them won championships until he showed up. Like, like that talent alone doesn't get you there. So there's I, – I, I don't – entirely by just like steve nash is just there smiling and cheering for everton and that's how he's coaching right now <laughs> all right see so next question comes from i gotta read i gotta read this guy's at um what was guys explain him it's a dorian finna bust a cap in that ass smith <laughs> asks asks who on the current roster besides luca do you see here in two and three years now, these are fun just because it's like, who do you want to keep, basically? <laughs> um, I think Maxi and DFS. I, I think those guys are going to be as long as Luke is on the team. Like, I, I yeah. just love those two. Um, so I think Chris Ops is still here. I think Jay Rich is still here. And I think beyond that, it's anyone's game. So mm. anyone can go up besides that. I think like those are the three that are going to stick, yeah. you know, three years from now. And then whoever, you know, again, like, at this point now, like it's starting to, we're ramping up, like trying to build a fucking, you know, a, a title winner. So you got to break some eggs, man, to make an omelet. So it is what it is sometimes. What do you think, uh, Squish? I don't think. Ah, yeah. I know that already. I know that already. Um, <laughs> let's see. Next question comes no, from. No, y'all crushed that. Uh, <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Next question comes from Mavs Network. Oh, Jesus. Um, which serial mascot would you team up with to survive in a post-apocalyptic wasteland? So, serial mascot. Definitely not Toucan Sam. Yeah, Toucan Sam, I think, would follow, like, he's like, follow your nose. I'm like, everything smells putrid. No, yeah, thank no. you. Uh, let's see. <laughs> wherever it goes. So wherever no. It go I no. told you, no. <laughs> There's nothing but infected in there. Um, I don't know, like, wasn't the Cookie Crisp, like, wasn't he, like, a robber or whatever? He seemed pretty resourceful. Um, <laughs> look this up. Cookie Crisp. Like, wasn't it, like, the whole thing was, like, a bandit and he was, like, stealing Cookie Crisp or whatever? You're not the Hamburglar, bro? I don't no. Know <laughs> yeah, my serial mascot's the Hamburglar. <laughs> I mean, the Cookie Crisp guy is just, like, he's, like, a wolf dog thing? I don't think anything about robbing, I don't know. What about Count Count Chocula would probably like he would know good places to hide at least. You eh. know, hang out in his tomb, I guess. Yeah. I mean I, I would go Tony the Tiger though. Oh, okay. Well no, be... I guess he's strong. Yeah, he could be resourceful. Yeah, I mean he's strong, you know, he can do all the heavy lifting while I just chill. You know. All right, let's see. Next question comes from uh, Crippled Pickle. <laughs> I didn't want to answer that question anyway. Okay, fine. Answer the question. Go. No, I just found 
I'll rapidly read these off. I found an article that's the 10 serial mascots that are probably also serial killers. Okay, what are they? Uh, Fruity Pebbles, Fred Flintstone. Okay. Captain Crunch. Okay. Uh, Quisp. Who the fuck is that? Uh, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> is that from Smacks? No. Quisp and Quake commercial? What is it, Never. but it's got to be like a vintage. Uh, yeah, an old one. Like an old one but... Sure. Yeah. The Trix Rabbit. Yeah. Lucky know. Charms, Lucky the Leprechaun. Right. That Count would Chocula. be a good one. Count Chocula being a serial killer guy. Uh, the Trix Rabbit. Yeah. Uh, I... Super Golden Crisps, Sugar Bear. Frosted Flakes, Tony the Tiger. What was that honeycomb fucking like Furby meth addict that they had as a mascot for a while? You know what I'm talking about? Like, I don't, dude. I oh, Crazy do. Craving? Yeah, maybe that's yep. it. He's number one on the list. Number two is Cocoa <laughs> Puffs, Sonny the Cocoa Bird. <laughs> that guy sucks. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> Our next question from Crippled Pickle asks uh, If you could add only one player to help the team, who would, you, who would it be and why? Bradley Beal. Yeah, Bradley Beal, dude. He's had a fucking week. Because Bradley Beal. Dude, dude he's, he just went the fuck off. He's got team. big, I'm surrounded by morons energy. He really lately. does. It's so fucking... God. I love really watching does. him play, but his body language is, and his facial expressions are just hilarious, and it's just like, get me out of Washington, I mean, somebody, you, please. I mean, could you imagine if he was with us, bro? Like, holy fuck. Oh, it'd be beautiful. He Dude. wants to play here. Yeah, he wants. I know he, he does. I know he does. Whenever we're, whenever we're in Washington, we gotta, you know, gotta tamper the hell out of that. Tamper, tamper, but, uh, tamper. Can we storm the Washington Wizards to take Bradley Beal? Stop the Beal. <laughs> Stop, Stop the, the Beal. Stop. Stop the Beal. <laughs> Stupid. All right, let's see. <laughs> Don, do you have anyone else besides Valley Bill you want you want on the team? Uh Precious Interior. God damn it. <laughs> you know, maybe like two or three years. We'll see. <laughs> All right, let's see. Next question comes from Jake. He asks, uh, should the Mavs trade for someone like Miles Turner? Can I answer first so I can open my window and look at the snow? You can. Go ahead. Permission. No. <laughs> no, I don't think we should at this point, you know. I think, I think everybody we... in the league is just not on Turner right now. Like, everyone's just like, oh, who would you trade? Like, I don't know. I've heard this from, from some national hosts that, like, you know, in their sources, like, no one's like. Got to have it. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like. It sounds like he's gonna be like second round or like late first round fodder. Like, I mean, it happens. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Next question comes from Alan. He asks. Uh, so last time we discussed the amount of beer necessary for you to start thinking of the possibility of bringing back Mechel back. As a follow up question, what what's your routine to recover from a hangover due to the excessive beer consumption? What what is our what to recover from the, yeah, how do you recover i think you, you said routine a routine, yeah, routine, routine. routine. sorry uh, okay okay go you go first oh you want me to go okay you go for it so fun fact i haven't had a hangover in like five or six years um because i started doing this this tech this like thing my grandma started doing uh and she taught us when i was like 19 but uh, basically um i take a um oh my god my brain's my brain just like one of those things that like those little tablet things that you you put in water alka seltzer yeah so i take an alka seltzer before i drink and then as i'm drinking like through the day through like my time out like i drink water or i have if i'm at home i have like a uh, um a gator or something like that and then when i as soon as i'm done as soon as i think that i'm done i go and i take another alka seltzer and go to sleep and i've woken up i haven't had hangover in fucking six years um, before that, though, before I started doing that, um, when I would have hangovers, because I didn't listen to anybody, um, I would wake up, um, feel like shit. I'd wake up like at six in the morning, seven in the morning, feel like shit, go get uh, a water burger, um, usually like a, you know breakfast on a bun, um, and like maybe a tequila or something like that, and then just like drink water until like one or two. So 
and I'd be okay. And I'd well, take to add a little bit of a, uh, I guess, a sci scientific approach to it, pretty much when you're hungover, your brain is dehydrated. That's yeah. really just so water is key. So um, ultimately, I think the yeah the preemptive strike of drinking a lot of water in between drinks, like whatever, like doing a water break, whatever. But for me, it was chugging a, a glass of water before going to bed. That always helped. And then chugging a glass of water before or once you wake up. And yeah. That usually helps you out a whole bunch, but depending on uh, <laughs> how much beer or how much liquor is in your system, that'll, it, yeah. nothing, nothing will help you. <laughs> what about you, Squish? I pout until it goes away. I pout until it goes away. You fucking dick. Okay. Right um, true. That's my approach. I sit there and scowl at the wall until I feel better. <laughs> if that takes I'm, eight hours, it takes eight hours. <laughs> Next question comes from Dick Nowitzki. Oh, shit. Um, he asked, I hate you, Dick. Um, can I jackknife powerbomb you through a coffee table? Every fucking week, man. <laughs> and then I like how Conley was like, I like how he specifically said jackknife powerbomb. But uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, you know what, Dick? No. Like, no, we're not doing this. Yeah, we're, Fuck you. <laughs> nah, meet me behind the Toys R Us. Until we're both vaccinated. Until we're both vaccinated. Nope, can't do it. Hey, I'm halfway there, bitch. Yeah, fuck you. I'll, as soon as the second dose hits, I'll be I, waiting. I gotta wait. I gotta wait till <laughs> I get mine, dude. Anyway. All right, see. Last let's get question. vaccinated so we can backyard wrestle again. <laughs> please. Please. My backyard needs y'all to come over. Anyway. Vaccinated for the um, cage match. <laughs> no, we gotta, we gotta record at Dick's place, though. But uh, <laughs> let's the see. Pfizer sponsored Hell in the Cell. <laughs> Let's see. Last question of the day comes from Marshall. Um, he asks, what is the greatest video game of all time? Video game? Yeah, video game. Of all time. I got, my, I got my personal goat, but... Go for it. Um, it would have to be a Pokemon Crystal. Um, mostly because it's like it still had the old, like the Kanto region, and then had the Jota region, and then it's just like this really nice story, and it kind of introduces a lot of like main stage within the Pokemon game universe, where it's like, hey, like you can actually see like experience your your team is getting, you can actually share experience, you can do X Y Z, like it's great. Um, and I'll play, like I have I have a ROM on my computer, so I'll play it on occasion still, like you know, uh, randomized or not, so. Um, yeah, it's it's probably my favorite game of all time. So, and to me, that's the greatest game of all time. For me, I mean, like the I've only completed a couple of games start to finish. Final Fantasy VII was one, and uh, Metal Gear Solid Two was another one that was uh, uh, on PS2, which was one of my absolute favorites. Uh, most re most modern one I i've loved all of the weird updates they've put into skyrim like i got like one of the last like they put in basically all the expansions in one of these uh, deluxe versions yada 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 and it's just like <laughs> i can just become a werewolf now i'm a werewolf mage i just love that that can be a thing so i'll lazily answer three answers what about you what about you dick Um, sorry, I accidentally muted my mic. Um, <laughs> man, that's such a tricky question. I'm gonna say Skyrim's up there. I really, uh, one of the wildest, like most enjoyable, like roller coaster rides of a game that I've played in the last few years. It was Arkham Knight. Ooh, that whoa, game. That's a good one. Damn the Arkham series. Yeah. That that Damn. that game is incredible. Um. And then you have to think Mark about Campbell like a, so, a, a social game. I'm going to, I think, I don't know. Yeah. So if I'm taking, like, Ooh, this is a serious game I, I beat, but then there's like a social game I, I think of very fondly. And that is Mario party two for mm -hmm. the Nintendo 64. I can get down with that. I will say, I will say like longevity, um, like Mario Kart has been a part of my life longer and mario than kart yeah yeah just in general um that just finds a way at parties uh but i mean the only game i've been playing recently is rocket league because it's 
one of the few multiplayer games I'm actually good at. We Rocket can play League Rocket League cool. together, Don. That's oh, it's gonna happen. Yeah, we'll, we'll live stream it. It's cross-platform. But wait, you're but wait, you're on PS5 now, though, right? You can play PS4 games on the PS5. Oh damn, we should probably get done with that then. Sure, we might have ourselves a hoops and heffy uh, streaming session. Twitch session, right on. Yeah, we might, yeah. That'd be it's fun. a Twitch girl, and you're gonna go buy them. You're gonna go play Rocket League. Gotta get a hat trick using the car boost. And that's <laughs> the end of that. Anyways, guys, well, thanks for listening to uh, the Hoops and Heffy Bisons podcast. Uh, we appreciate you guys uh, submitting uh, questions for us to answer. Y'all are the best. Thanks for uh, enduring this a weird as hell Mav season with us. It is so much better considering that we get to talk with you guys and to uh, produce this podcast. Uh, we've got, got some great articles that we've been doing and game recaps uh, at uh, mffls.com. You can follow us at the underscore mffls. Uh, you can find Ruben at Reddit Mavericks. You can find Dick Nowitzki at Squish41. And you can find me, Don underscore Denim, at Don underscore Denim. This has been the Hoops and Hepavisons podcast. Hey, wait, wait. What? If you're in Dallas, don't eat the snow. Ask me why. No. Why, why do you not eat the snow in Dallas? Because you might get snow vid. Bye. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Woo. All right. I'm special. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs>